ladies and gents, and welcome back to the Comic Nation podcast. How you doing? My name is Curtis. I am your host. Uh, and again, today we have our fantastic guest. We have Joe McChrystal. Here, how we doing, Joe? Very well, mate. Very well. And we also have Luca Campbell here as well. How you doing, Luca? Hey, good, you? Perfect. Now, folks, we are going to be back again. Uh, from If you listen to the last episode, we were talking all things One Division. Uh, well, it was actually One Division episode eight. And we have just had the series finale which was absolutely amazing. It has so many questions that have been answered, but it also has so many questions that have been unanswered. And I am looking forward to speaking with the boys and obviously finding out different theories and what, what they think we can do, obviously, like what Marvel's going to do from here on in. Because we know what's coming next. We know that uh, Doctor Strange, obviously, Multiverse of Madness is next. We've also got the Disney Plus original series of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming next which will probably be totally different to one division. I don't know if that will maybe be taking place or whatever, but we'll discuss that next week uh, before the series actually begins. Uh, but guys, yeah, I just want to find out what you's actually, did you enjoy the episode? Uh, what, what was your kind of thoughts on the whole thing? Uh, what is, what is can go first, just whoever's, whoever's ready. Yeah. Uh, it was good, really good. Um, as you said, there was a lot of things that, you know, we got right, I guess, in our theories and our... Um, predictions and there was a lot of things that we didn't get right um, so it was quite it was quite interesting the approach and the way the episode went however I think from start to finish I mean obviously it starts off where it finished um, with with uh, Wanda um, and Agnes kind of looking at each other ready to go so you know there wasn't like another back story or anything we had to worry about it was just all go from from um, the start so yeah it was quite a quite exciting episode I think that's what this episode was kind of needing. Uh, I think, obviously, we've had a slow slow kind of build-up of all the different episodes that have been going on. You know what I mean? We've been through the 50s. We're going through all the kind of generational sort of stuff. Uh, and now this was the episode that I was kind of crying out for a bit of action. I thought we were going to get a wee bit more last episode. Uh, that's mm. kind of one of the things that I was looking forward to was that we were going to see more from uh, Agatha and maybe we're mm. going to get a bit of action between them two, but obviously this came this episode, which was absolutely brilliant, and especially, as you say, Joe, like it was a very, very fast-paced episode, so you kind of had to almost be watching and kind of keeping up with what the hell was going on, because at one point you mm. obviously thought this was going on, and we still were obviously experiencing white vision and things like that eh, coming on, which we'll obviously talk about in just a wee second. Eh, but for me, I, like, I totally agree with you. There was questions that were answered, and then there was questions that we were just like, can someone answer this, please? Like, uh, where where does it where does it go from here? Uh, Look, what was what was your? I don't know when you when you watched. Did you watch it yesterday? I watched it yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So, what what was your what was your kind of thoughts on it, Luca? I th- I thought it was uh, like quite good. I like we got to see everyone's power, like everyone's like powers. We got to see uh, like Monica, Monica's, and the two the two kids and Vision and what like what Vision and White Vision. Like what they get to them, stuff. So it was you for you. The kind of main point of the like what you kind of enjoyed in the series was actually getting to see everyone using their powers at the one time, rather than what we've been seeing for a lot of the episodes. Is Wanda will be using her kind of hex magic. Uh, we obviously seen Agatha's magic in the last episode. Uh, Vision at times obviously was showing his magic kind of, well, his, his mind controls that he can do obviously throughout the kind of series. My favorite one of Visions was obviously the fact that he was taking them out of the. Uh, the hex, which was quite interesting, obviously, because we we learned to discover that Wanda's vision obviously isn't the real vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, that was quite quite good to see that he could still have these powers, even though he was just basically a 
what would you say replica. like a like a yeah a it was replica. a replica like a like a, a figment of her imagination do you know what i mean like that kind of mm-hmm. idea he was uh, he was he was made from her reality obviously they addressed mm-hmm. that in the line that the, the mind stone the part of the mind stone was him that's inside her mm-hmm. so i was like that's that's quite good but the fact that he still yeah. had all these powers and stuff like that because we actually seen how advanced he'd become uh you know what i mean yeah. when we first seen vision in age of ultron you know what I mean? It was very powerful. I mean, there was the first person to actually lift up the uh, uh, Thor's hammer, which at the mm-hmm. cinema I remember being there and everybody be like, "Oh my god!" Like this guy's absolutely yeah. crazy. <laughs> He's incredible. So I think I think watching back, uh, you actually see throughout it how much Vision has, you know, what I mean, how, has developed his character and his powers. He's starting to understand what he can do and what he can't do. Mm. Uh, and I did like the the kind of the togetherness scene of him and White Vision. Uh, or mm-hmm. I don't know if there's another name for it. Or if it's just no, his name vision. is the white, I know, the white version. I know it is the white version from the comics, but you know what it's like mm-hmm. these days. You don't know yeah. if anybody's offended by that or not. So we'll just wait and see anyway. Uh, now, I'm I'm going to just quickly just jump back to the kind of start of the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're obviously getting to see the first actually fight scene between Wanda and Agatha. Mm-hmm. For me, it was quite interesting to see, obviously, that uh, everything that was kind of went on, you know what I mean? The shots and stuff they were taking and the kind of jumping around the different kind of parts of town and things like that. I mean, mm-hmm. I was a bit like, let's say, where, where has this been all along? We've been <laughs> we've been dying for something like this. I thought, mm-hmm. I, I didn't think the episode, like the, uh, for me personally, I haven't really gave my opinion on what the episode is. I've asked, obviously, you guys. Uh, I actually enjoyed the episode. I did, uh, as I say, there was a lot of questions that were still unanswered. Uh, that I think will be addressed later on in different Marvel projects and things like that. We kind of got a wee glimpse of it at the end credit scene, obviously, with Wanda uh, having our kind of Doctor Strange moment as well. So part of that to me is going, right, this is the answer. Because everyone keeps talking about uh, Billy and Tommy. Now, mm-hmm. how do they kind of come back into it as well? And it was nice to see them actually involved in the kind of fighting scenes as well. You know, we mm-hmm. finally getting to show their powers, especially later on when we had the kind of you uh, what the what's the sword we had sword obviously yeah. coming into the to it as well hex but again it just proves we we said it obviously last episode how much that uh, the scarlet witch obviously elizabeth olsen one division whatever you may call her uh, how much she is easy to be kind of manipulated uh, especially with mm-hmm. agatha you know what i mean agatha had, had released everybody of their their mind control uh, mm-hmm. And obviously, you start to see the pressure. Like I think that was the kind of turning point of the episode for me. I was watching it, and I, I was kind of, I was kind of like at this at level. But see, when she would released everyone off their kind of mind control, mm-hmm. for me, I kind of took it up a notch. I was going, "Oh my word, this is like this is getting serious now." I think it's obviously taken to her. How we're seeing her, obviously, we're getting to see the side of these people. You know what I mean? That we haven't seen before, and it answered a lot of other questions. So Dotty, so she was just a regular. A regular person within the town, so that's the yeah. the blonde woman, obviously from the who we thought was actually one of the. I think we did we discuss it last episode. I know I've been there's so many people that we talk we talk to in life about Wandavision, especially what's mm-hmm. going on in the minute, because uh, there's obviously not much else to do. Uh, but we can obviously see that uh, that she's just a regular person, uh, and that she's yeah. obviously crying for help. She's got a daughter somewhere locked. Locked away in a house, which is you know I mean we're starting to understand that yeah like this is great. She's having her own wee world. That's the point for me where I think the realization kicked in for uh, Wanda, and I think that was why mm-hmm. she was like, right, everything, everything was kind of yeah. coming to its end, 
which was the good thing about this kind of series. I'm actually gutted mm-hmm. it's ended, if I'm being honest, but I think the episode was done brilliantly to end. I think that the way they ended mm-hmm. it was brilliant, and it definitely leads into more, you know, I mean, Marvel projects down the line. Uh, what was your first thought when Vision obviously encountered Wanda for the first time? So after, obviously, Agatha and uh, Wanda have their wee kind of bit together, we see, obviously, White Vision flying in before the real, well, not the real Vision, Wanda's Vision obviously comes in to mm-hmm. save her. What was your kind of thoughts there uh, behind that? Were you, were you kind of taken a bit back of how it obviously went down? I think, um, I think well, I think we all know, and I think that's a problem for a viewer. We knew that there wasn't going to, they tried to obviously have this wee moment, or, you know, like like the White Vision, is, is he the real Vision? You know, is he, is he going to be... And love we wanted is it going to be yeah. and we kind of knew he wasn't we all knew that so there was no shock to the fact that he then tries to crush our skull um by the way what, is, what was that all about? Uh, so that was pretty brutal um but then i thought it was interesting obviously to have that moment and then the kind of the westview vision comes in and then um, you know we find out that the white vision's goal there was to destroy the westview vision but so made yeah. it I was a bit kind of surprised why, after saying that line, why did he then approach Wanda at first, if yep. that makes sense? And that could just be a kind of direct cut and mistake or whatever. But it, for me, they maybe should never even have ever met there. He should have tried to look for the, the vision first, if that makes sense. So I was just yeah. Do we think like, Do we think that the, maybe the uh, the intention was that if he goes through Wanda, he knows for a fact he will get vision? Because vision will yeah. be there, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Point. Yeah. maybe maybe that's the idea of it. Like, it goes for Wanda first because he knows that if he mm-hmm. gets through her, he will get to a uh, vision. I absolutely loved loved the two visions together. I thought that was yeah. absolutely they did that absolutely amazing. And I think it's pretty much safe to say that he was probably the cameo that they've been teasing for this whole mm-hmm. time. Uh, everyone mm-hmm. kept saying it was going to be like a Luke Skywalker in the Mandalorian type thing, but I that. For me, I don't think it lived up to that kind of hype. You know what I mean? Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. obviously, as a younger Luke Skywalker. If it'd been yep. the older Luke Skywalker, I think we'd all be like, again, really? Like Aye. the fact it was, it was obviously the whole CGI of young Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, I love Paul Bettany. I think he's, I think he's a brilliant actor. I Aye. think Vision, a Vision for him is like the most perfect, perfect role. Mm-hmm. The the dialogue between them. Uh, so mm-hmm. obviously what they're saying to each other and, and you know I mean they're kind of convincing each other like well if you're here to destroy Vision then really you're here to destroy your, yourself was what yeah. I was kind of getting that, at it what was so good about that is these two are these two are pretty much godlike powers aren't they they're very yeah. indestructible both of them so they're only going to ever cancel each other out know them as being very intelligent beings right they're not human they're not they're just they're just super intelligent and the way that they challenged each other turned out to be a riddle, yeah, which was quite interesting. Yeah. You know, they were trying, they were trying to outsmart between, each other. It was pretty much, and, and it worked because it, it meant they could stop for a minute and think about the bigger picture. Um, and the thing, the problem we've seen this before, where you know these weapons are made like Vision or with Vision, who unfortunately was in that, you know, what was that, ten minutes, and he was already undone. You know, from from yeah. the weapon that um, Salt had created, so um, you know you can never create. And it was shown very quickly to obviously it looks like um, which I predicted last last yeah. week. The consciousness, if you like, um, has been 
reinstated or re-downloaded or released back into White Vision. Why he disappears, we don't know. Obviously, we'll find out about that, why he kind of just leaves Westview um, rather than going to get Wanda, because you would think, well, if he's if mm-hmm. everything's been re-downloaded, why didn't he go straight to Wanda again? I thought that's where he was going. So it'll be quite interesting to see where he's went. It was, it was almost if he's, as I was saying to Rebecca last, uh, last night when we were watching it, it was almost if the kind of realisation for him, obviously, when they, they chat to each other, he obviously understands that he is the real vision. And yep. obviously, that's what he's, the Wanda's vision, the Westview vision, has convinced him that he can actually download, like, all his memories. Like, you you are, at the end of the day, just a walking, talking computer. He is. Mm-hmm. He was, you know what I mean? He's made from different things, obviously, Ultron. Uh, Jarvis, mm. you know what I mean, Stark and uh, Banner and things. So he is, he is really just a, a walking, talking computer that, to see as me and my, my iPhone, if I wipe it, I'm pretty sure I can re-download it again. Yeah. And it was it was interesting as to the fight scene between them was absolutely brilliant. Uh, that's, again, I love a good fight scene and obviously we haven't seen much of it. This That was absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. But I think the actual approach, I loved it when the realisation kicked in when he obviously downloaded all these files that the eyes changed and that yeah. was him. It was if mm-hmm. like, it was like Jesus like re- reincarnated. <laughs> I was like, wow, like this mm-hmm. is just absolutely amazing for me. I, there's obviously a lot of, lot of stuff going to be answered. Uh, ho- well, hopefully will be answered in the next Doctor Strange film because I, I believe that Vision is meant to make an appearance in Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse okay. of Madness. So I believe that he will be back again. It was a character that I didn't really want to see being lost mm-hmm. when yeah. obviously he'd been he died, obviously not died, sorry, he'd been think it was one ripped of those, apart. You know what I mean? It was but I think it was one of those ones, you know, you're the last in and the first out. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. was like he was the last Avenger in and then he's the first to get get the chop. But obviously it's clear that the MCU have a bigger plan for him. Um and actually, you know, does it make him does it make him more powerful or the fact that, you know, he's no longer in you know, almost like a slave to the Mind Stone. Yep. You know, it, that's quite an interesting concept. So you've got a vision without the Mind Stone pretty much being the main part of him. So it'll be interesting to see how he goes and how his character develops and if he will still have that connection with Wonder because previously the connection was based off of, you know, a deeper Mind Stone connection that we never knew about with Wonder previously. So will they to actually rekindle or will it be a new vision? That's it's a good way of obviously putting it. Will will it be a new vision? Will it will it be a total like restart of the character? Are we going to have to see this character obviously grow? We've seen how much the how how intelligent he is as he's grown on from Age of Ultron uh, to obviously you know I mean Civil War. Then we've seen him obviously again Infinity War, Endgame, and things like that. So although we didn't see him in Endgame, he was dead in Endgame, wasn't he? Yeah, was he was dead. He was completely ripped off. Yeah, so sorry, Infinity War uh, to now obviously. <laughs> That's that's the thing. Will will there be a, a relationship between him and Wanda? Because we obviously know that even even when she's in a swords swords, a, you know what I mean, the headquarters. facility headquarters, yeah, in the headquarters. Thanks, Luca. That obviously she says that I can't feel you. Is she going to have that same experience because he now doesn't have the Mind Stone? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They've, mm-hmm. they've, they've replaced them with this gem thing type, mm-hmm. but it was given off the same. Uh, energy. Kind of energy and beams is what the Mind Stone obviously was. So I was a bit like, well, what is that that they've put in his head? Is mm-hmm. this just some, you know, I mean, laser? You know, what I mean, like Aye. you know, they've kind of just built a weapon up. in it. Yeah, just, it's just, just another weapon. It's it's like kind of yeah, 
to me, I look at Vision and he just represents Superman. He represents what I see in, uh, in DC's version of Superman to yeah. Marvel. Obviously, he's probably yeah. not as invincible as what obviously Superman is. You know, I mean, he's still he's still it's still a, a godlike character. But I'm interested to see where we go now from White Vision. Do we see a different character altogether? Mm. Do we see him as again one of the Avengers? Because it's been so long, we we still mm. don't even know what's happening with the Avengers. We don't even know who is and part a part of who's the leader. Yeah. We don't, there's, yeah. there's so much that's going to be coming out in the next couple of years, and obviously down the line that we're we're going to get to see. I'm actually really excited because at the start, obviously when we found out that obviously Avengers was coming in 2012. For me, it was totally different. You know what I mean? We we hadn't had a superhero movie of that kind of caliber where mm. all these different comic book heroes were coming together. Of course, you've got the comics and Justice League and things like they've got their own comics and that. But we've never had an, a movie. We've never had a a media type like this where we got to see them all come together. We've we've seen their mm-hmm. their kind of prequel individual. stories. Yeah, but we've, yeah. yeah, they're individual. We've seen their prequel stories and we've never actually seen them come together. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm looking forward to seeing what the next type of Avenger movie is going to be like because mm-hmm. I like the fact that they're all kind of crossing over the different stories now, the way that they obviously yeah. do in comic books. That that for me is absolutely great. And the more characters in a movie, the better for me. That's just me personally. I, I enjoy yeah. seeing like Doctor Strange because he's featured in such a lot of different other uh, Marvel projects. It's made me go, wow, I really like that character and. You know, I mean, I'd, I'd like mm-hmm. to see more of that character. I actually think Doctor Strange is underrated in the mar- in in the universe at the minute. Mm-hmm. I think we'll see how powerful. I think what you, I think the problem is with people like Doctor Strange and now Scarlet Witch is that they are so powerful, it, it makes it difficult in the concept of putting a film together which shows weakness from these individuals. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. because they're so powerful, could who really could defeat them? So I think they try and play it in such a way that you can create films and create storylines for characters that have such you know unprecedented power um so it's probably why maybe he has been underrated and he was kind of kept in the back burner if you like um, and played a vital role in the end game but you know he wasn't like yeah one that killed thanos if you know what i mean yeah, I say like that as well. Obviously, he was able to he, he's able to go in ahead into the future and stuff like that. I think with Doctor Strange, he has been learning his power. You know what I mean? Uh, Doctor Strange was released was it two thousand and sixteen? I believe. Yeah, two thousand sixteen. And they they obviously based that in that time. You know what I mean? Of him, he was already at mm-hmm. that point very powerful because you know what I mean. He could he could uh, handle the whole. Uh, What's what's the kind of outer body experience? What's what's the name for that again? I can't. Uh, Astro. It's called. Is it astrophysics or something like that? Is that? We are back, folks. We are back. Sorry, we had a bit of a technical glitch there, but me and my dodgy laptop. God knows what happened there. Don't even ask. But we were talking about Doctor Strange, and we were obviously talking about how important the character is, uh, and the fact that we were obviously feeling that the character was underrated. Uh, I was actually hoping to see a glimpse of Doctor Strange in this series, uh, just because obviously that we know that the next film is going to be Multiverse of Madness. Uh, and by the way, did anyone realise that it's been a full year since we've had a Marvel movie? A full year. Actually, oh, is that full two years? Some... Does anybody even remember 2020? No, no. And I would <laughs> I would like not to remember 2020 to be fair. That's 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 that's, that's one of the main things. The last the last Marvel movie that came out was uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, oh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man Far From Home, yes. Uh, and I think that was released in July sort of time. Yeah. 
I think that absolutely Quite. incredible. Like we've not had anything. Obviously, it's it, because of obviously what's happened in the world. We obviously we can't we can't have things like that. So I totally mm. understand uh, and I can appreciate that. Uh, but what what a feeling it will be by the way when we can finally get down those steps into the cinema. We can sit down, popcorn in hand, and watch these m- amazing movies that are going to come out. Uh, Joe, no, you were about to say something there. No, I was just thought it'll be good, but I um, I thought it was quite. I said to you, I think I said last week that I didn't expect Benedict Cumberbatch to make a appearance. I didn't expect yep. um, Doctor Strange to actually show up as a cameo. Um, but actually, technically, you know, they they did at the end. Obviously, as you say, with the astral projection that she did, and she's obviously starting to learn and read about the magic that she obviously clearly still doesn't fully understand. So it was obviously a nod to what's coming, which is great. You only need a nod, I think, sometimes. You don't need it drawn down mm-hmm. your throat. I think all the wee nods were quite quite good and, you know, it keeps you, keeps you wanting more. I think if they give you everything straight away, then where, where do you go from there? So, no, it was, it, was quite a, it was quite a good way, I think, that they nodded to the multiverse. I think it's yeah, yeah. I I think like that. Like I know that we obviously get the cutscenes and things like that. I thought we might have seen a glimpse of them. Uh, As I said, like I said it last episode and things like that. That maybe if it was one of those ones where he has his hole and you know, I mean, he he brings a through or maybe says like, yeah, I mean, he was so easy to do that with like people like Loki. You know, I mean, the fact that he was falling for for falling for thirty minutes is what he obviously (laughs) says, uh, which is absolutely amazing. Uh, Luca, what was your? Did you have any uh, any thought behind if maybe Doctor Strange was going to make an appearance, or what would you what were you thinking, Paul? I didn't. I didn't think much like that. Doctor Strange. I thought he might have like made an appearance, but I think it was more sounds stupid. But I was thinking Dick Van Dyke, maybe a cameo. Because he's because he's because he's he's still alive. <laughs> he, he is still alive. He I don't still... remember Dick Van Dyke being a Marvel character, Luca. Not like. <laughs> No, like, it would have, like, like, a cameo or something like that, and then, like... I think you need to remember, obviously, you probably won't know this, Luca, but Dick Van Dyke is about 100 years old. There's no way that, that gentleman uh, is, is, is going to... Be, I don't think he's even... I, mean, I think he's retired from acting now. I think, like, I think that he is... He's uh, done. But that's that's obviously... You, you won't know much about Dick Van Dyke, you know what I mean? I don't even think I know everything about Dick Van Dyke. Uh, I actually didn't realise he had his own show. I just knew him because he was obviously a big, massive movie star. He was taking part in, obviously, Mary mm-hmm. Poppins and things like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, but look, that's that's probably one of the weirdest theories I think I've heard on One Division. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the name Dick Van Dyke <laughs> certainly did not uh, pop up in any any people's mouth that I was speaking to about One Division, so that's, that's, uh, I think that's an interesting take. <laughs> other than, so if we're talking, obviously, other than the, the Vision v Vision, we can't deny how amazing the moment was, the big moment, the crazy moment of um, Wanda fully turning into Scarlet Witch. Yes. I mean that that yeah. I didn't know I didn't know which way they were going to do it. Didn't know how they were going to do it, but the way they did it was like, yeah, I couldn't have wrote it better. I mean, it's, it was a very good introduction and a very good like here I am moment. Yeah, I think that's it because obviously the last episode we seen that she had her own vision. Uh, of obviously we got to see her back when she was in the uh, hydra's facilities you know mm. what i mean she was getting tested with the mindstone and things and she obviously has that kind of she looks into it and she can kind of see what's obviously mm. is either going to happen or what what can happen uh, obviously we then see this in this episode that we're like oh well mm. this is it you know what i mean this ties this this whole thing and where we're going to get to see the classic comic book version of scarlet witch uh, and i love the fact that it just kept flinging that name around especially when they obviously when wanda 
uses her uh, mind control powers, takes Agatha back to that time uh, when she was actually being, mm-hmm. as we say, burned at the stake from her uh, her coven or coven, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, like that, you know what I mean? We, we got to see these glimpses of Scarlet Witch, but as you say, when she released all that energy and we got to see the... Because we were obviously getting glimpses of it because there was parts in it that it was kind of there. The crown was about. There. Yeah, the crown was... The, I mean, the energy was kind of forming into it, but to see this in our costume, mm-hmm. it's almost kind of sort of like Thor, you know what I mean? The way he has this, you know what I mean? Where he, you know what I mean? We look at Thor when he's kicking around in his normal clothes and then he has this lightning strike that just hits him and he's magically got on his outfit, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like mm-hmm. that, you know what I mean? Is she, is this now her kind of classifying herself as one of the kind of well, gods, do you know what I mean? Like the the sense of it, you know what I mean? The, the power to, the power to change whatever she really wants now is this, yeah well that is a cool concept i mean I, I do like the fact that you know it's not like a you know a, a telephone box scene where she has to put <laughs> spin around a few times and put on a costume <laughs> yeah i quite like the fact that, woman! that she can just <laughs> she could just kind of fabricate or you know fabricate our, our, our costume because that's what she can do now um you know and she she obviously understands that power because it shows you when she leaves westview you know, she's wearing she's wearing the, the outfit that she came in with a long jacket and then as she leaves and flies away, she switches like that um, and they are, and they are a kind of Scarlet Witch costume, which I yeah. thought was really quite interesting. So that's a really cool introduction to how she's going to be able to kind of navigate that. Um, but, I mean, the moment of she's fighting um, Agatha and, you know, and she's missing, she's missing the shots, you know, she's trying to give her a power, she's like, yeah. take it, and missing the shots and you're like, and part of me when she was missing was like, I don't understand if she's trying to get, how can she miss? Like, what's the purpose of this? Yeah, but I didn't realise if it maybe like she was just dodging it or whatever, like the way yeah, that it was kind of so going. Just or, over your oh, head, yeah. just like, is what it is. And then, you know, we find out that she's used, um, you know, an, an old trick of the, the spells against Agatha, which what an amazing kind of, you know, moment, I think, to mm-hmm. when you think that she's just about done, you know, she look, she's looking very old and frail, um, but actually she's put a spell to get the power. I mean, it was just it's such a clever, clever way to do it. Yeah, and obviously, like it relates back to the comic books. Agatha in the comic books was well, an uh, old lady. at one part, she was an old lady, but she was she was a Scarlet Witch's mentor at one point. You know, I mean, she taught her these mm-hmm. these tricks and spells and helped her get to the point where she kind of is in the comic books and stuff. So, Agatha was technically men- mentoring her and telling her about these simple spells and things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It just shows you how powerful that Wanda actually is. She was able to pick that up in a matter of what hours or whatever it was. You know what I mean? Like maybe hours, mm. maybe minutes. I don't know how long how long the like the time frame is in these actual episodes and how it goes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She was able to pick up that simple. You know what I mean? She called it a simple hex spell, where the, obviously whatever a mm-hmm. uh, witch it is that puts these hexes on is the only one that can use her powers within it. And I thought for me, like. I was like, you are now in you are now in Wanda's playground. Do not mess with her. Mm-hmm. It was great because yeah. like Aye. like you, Joe, I sat watching it and I was going, I was like, what's she doing? She's not really hitting her. Like, I, like it's as if mm-hmm. like I kept saying to Rebecca, I was like, you didn't realize if you hit her, she's just going to absorb your power, and she's just mm-hmm. going to hit you back with something even stronger, or she's going to be just sucking in your energy. So when she was down and out, and you kind of seen her all kind of bones and stuff, and I was like, oh, I was like, oh, this is the bit. I was like, maybe maybe Wanda does does die maybe maybe Wanda could die obviously it doesn't really make sense because how does she then go into Doctor Strange multiverse of madness but I thought maybe mm-hmm. he goes into a different multiverse and can bring her back because that's the whole point of her character she is 
she's what they kind of called the she's like a nexus character so she stays the same kind of throughout every reality everyone else changes like they can have different things but she pretty much stays the same in all of the different realities that her you know what i mean that she, she is and obviously what happens to her in different realities uh I wanted to ask you as well, obviously, about because we've seen we've seen a few bits. We finally got introduced to Ralph. Ralph Boner. <laughs> Ralph Boner. Of course, look, I knew you were gonna jump in and obviously jump in with the Ralph, the Ralph Boner. <laughs> of course he was. You know what I mean? Typical, typical kid. Mm. Uh now as much as like I'm laughing, like that was that was incredibly hilarious. Like the fact that he was called Ralph Boner. It was the fact that he laughed at his own name as well that made it funny for me. Uh, I think when you see people obviously mm-hmm. laughing at their own thing, I'm like, that is absolutely amazing. Mm. Do do we believe that Ralph has a bigger part to play in this, and that maybe the Evan Peters no. character was just no. pretending? You you don't believe that, no? What what what's your thoughts? Anybody? I think uh, you and I think it's just a coincidence. I think it was just a coincidence. Do you think sorry, so? It's, it's lagging in my mind, so I'm picking up. I think it was just a coincidence that. I think it was just a play, like a clever director play, bringing the same actor, you know, he's a speedster. But you've seen when, obviously, Monica Rambo starts to discover, you know, starting to figure out who he is and, and, and that he's actually just another person under a spell. Yeah. Um, and then quickly, when she takes the, the, the beads off his neck, he's just a nobody very quickly, like, oh, I'm sorry, don't hurt me. You know, I, I, I think it was just maybe a nice wee Easter egg to get us all thinking mm-hmm. that there was going to be more. But actually, I think he was just another another bystander in Westview, just another guy that lived there. Look, what's your thoughts behind it? Because I'm I'm interested to hear. Uh, what, what, um, did you, what did you think? Did you think he was? Did you think like there is going to be more of Ralph, or did you think that that's that's the book closed with that one? Like we've got the answers for that. I've just worked out that's our husband's name, Ralph. Ralph. Yeah, look, that's the point. That's 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 what we're talking about here. You're not listening at all to any no, what we're saying here. No, I, I know I was listening to what you said, but the speech just, but I just realised mm. when she said Ralph, that's him. She's talking mm. about. He but, was. Um, I don't. I don't think. I don't think he's uh, gonna come back unless he unless he kept his um, his like speed powers, but I, that I doubted it. Well, that that's that's what that's what we're saying here. So as the speed powers were obviously that was Agatha. You know, what I mean, we we've we discovered that that was Agatha. But what I was saying was, do we think that there was more to, more to a uh, this this Ralph that's somehow taken the form of Quicksilver from the X Men? You know what I mean? Was there? Do we do we think that there's maybe more to Ralph? Do we think that maybe he was pretending the whole time? Or uh, to me, to me, it seems like it's a closed book. It seems like that's it. His character's done. We found out who Ralph is. She was just using Ralph as the the kind of like guinea pig or you know what I mean like the henchman or something like that you know what I mean she was she was just using that kind of idea mm-hmm. uh, I I liked I liked the character I liked the fact he was just like this kind of 30 year old guy in his kind of mum's basement like his man cave and stuff like that and he was just chilling with his guitar like I thought that kind of was like I was a bit I was a bit like that's, that's brilliant it was just when he laughed at his name Ralph Ralph Boner uh, I was absolutely well, I mean that just skin. takes but you know if you if my internet connection is bad. Sorry if I'm delayed. Um, no, you're absolutely. But if fine. you go back to like you know the X Men, if you go back to the X Men, you know he was a he was a guy living in a basement, you know, doing nothing, um, playing pinball machines and all that. Yeah. So living with his mum. So I think 
all it was. I genuinely just think it was like, if you think about when Wanda and Vision did the magic show, it was all about distraction, what you think you're seeing and what's actually happening. Mm -hmm. I think for me, that's all Ralph really is. And I think it's just a clever play by the director to get us all thinking one way and forgetting the actual picture, the real storyline. You know, oh, is there more to go here? But actually, this is what's going on. So I, I just think it was a clever idea. Think, the director more than it yeah, is I, th else. I think that's it. They, these these guys that are taking uh, taking these Marvel movies, we know that they anything that they give us is going to be good, regardless. It is. Yeah. Uh, they've they've built it up now to a point where anything that they'll put out, I will happily watch, and I will watch with pride, and I'll watch it, and I'll go, that was great. You know what I mean? There's some films that have obviously been released that I wouldn't say are my favourite, and not that I wouldn't watch them again. It's just that they're just not my, in my top. You know, what I mean, my my top Marvel movies like Captain Marvel. It's just, it's just, it's a good film. I'm, I'm happy with it. Would I, would I sit and watch it again? Like, oh, right, I'm going to stick on Captain Marvel again because I really enjoy. It. No, I wouldn't do that because that's that's not it. These guys have got got us to a position now where anything they're putting out, I'm just like, yeah, I like it. It's great. You know, what I mean, there's nothing that they could do here that's going to ruin it for me and. They've got the comedic side of everything as well. You know what I mean? I love a bit. Of, I love a bit of comedy and I love stupidness because I I am I am the definition of stupidness. So for me, it's it's brilliant watching all this sort of stuff. And it was, we spoke about Ralph. The other point I wanted to obviously talk about was Monica. Did we feel like the character had done her part? Do we feel like there should have been more of her? You know what I mean? We only seen for a split second that. When she jumped in front of the two boys as Hayward, which we'll come to as well, Hayward obviously was shooting the boys and she stepped in in front of them as like a human shield. And we started to see her kind of absorbing the bullets as it's, well. You know what I mean? It's. it's oh, you go, Luca. Uh, so her powers just like she is just, she's basically just light. Mm -hmm. And so she, and when like the bullets hit, hit her, she just like, like I don't, I don't, I don't know what you would call it. But it, like, but when the light hit it, it made it like slow down. And um, so yeah, well, that's 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 that, that's the kind of definition of the thing. It's faster than the speed of light. You know what I mean? That that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, it was good. It was good to obviously see like the two young boys obviously showing their powers and stuff. But me personally, well, Joe, what did you think of Monica? To be fair, what what did you think like of her character? I think I. It's just an origin story and a mini, a, a mini one. So you, you've seen, obviously, you talked about Captain Marvel. You know, her, a lot of the origin stories don't necessarily hit as hard because it takes so long for them to get their powers or understand their powers. Mm -hmm. um, and I think this is Monica's side, kind of, um, you know, her, oh, here's, here's how I've got my powers, my, her origin story, if you like. I, don't, I think the next time we see her, she'll have a more prevalent role with her powers in place. And I think, obviously, that first, obviously saving the boys. Um, that's a, another kind of trip that we've got to see um, from her. But I think, you know, she'll have a bigger role to play elsewhere. I don't think we'll see a, an official origin story because this is it. You know, this is the first time she got her powers um, and it's all based on Westview. So, you know, I think it'll be quite interesting when you see her again. I think she'll have more understanding of her powers, more control um, and a bigger role. Well, that, that's what I'm hoping for. I, I felt that the character was very underused in this last episode. Uh, I thought with... I thought, to be honest, I thought there would probably be more action uh, from especially White Vision, uh, him coming into the scene and coming into the party and things. I thought there was going to be more action in that sense that we were going to see a greater fight scene. I mean, that was very easy how him and Vision kind of got on and, you know what I mean, they 
yeah, they had their, they were fighting and they were shooting their lasers and stuff like that. But then after mm-hmm. that, it was so easy for them just to have an intellectual conversation that that was it, and then mm-hmm. he, he flew away. Whereas Monica, yeah. we'd we'd seen her in in stuck in this basement, which God knows how how they got there in the first place. Obviously, he was using his quick speed, so he might have taken her and, mm-hmm. and took her to this place right. and held her captive or whatever. Uh, how easy it was for her to break that kind of Ralph or fake Pietro is what they're kind of calling it, like mm-hmm. the fake fake mm-hmm. Pietro. And then and then for the rest of the the episode, we didn't really see much of her. Yeah, you know I mean, we didn't see apart from that that one time where she stood in front of the boys. I I was a bit underwhelmed with what they did with her character. I felt like there should have been a bit more. To be fair, mm-hmm. I say this, but then I look back and I go, well, what what could she have done? What what what, what was more the, could she have done? Yeah, what what, yeah. what what more could she have done? I don't know if maybe because of it's exciting for me seeing a new character. Mm-hmm. I think she'll definitely go by the name uh, Photon. I didn't realize yeah. that that was her mum's code name. Uh, right, so okay. I was I was watching back and I was reading different things. So when we see her mum's a uh, plaque or whatever it is at the start mm. of the Monica's episode three, four, mm-hmm. four, yeah. four, four. We we see uh, her walking by her kind of office or whatever, and it says her mum's name, and then and obviously the kind of asterisk, it's Photon. So I reckon that that's the name that she's going to obviously go with as a character. Yeah. It was great to see, the, obviously, one of the cutscenes. Uh, if you haven't watched it, uh, folks, please go and do so. But obviously, one of the one of the cutscenes that we see at the end, we obviously see what happens to Hayward. He gets taken away, and we finally get introduced to the scrolls that we we obviously yeah. we expected because obviously, uh, Monica Rambo is a character within the kind of Captain Marvel. She's, you know, what I mean, she's that's where she came from in the movies, and it seems mm. anyway obviously being a little girl and things, so it's good that we're referencing back to Captain Marvel. It, it sets that one up quite nicely, that mm. either they're either they're going to have this, like, they're going to have this, like, altered, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's... Vacation. Yeah, because there was obviously, like, I'm, I'm just trying to think of the perfect word to you to say, because when she, we were mentioning Captain Marvel, though, you could see that there was a bit of bad blood when she was discussing it with Jimmy Woo and obviously Darcy. Uh, either bad blood or maybe it just hit home with her. You know what I mean? She's not been able to see mm-hmm. her because she's been in space all this time. Had she visited? We don't know. So there's unanswered questions so, in that. You know what I mean? There's... I take it. I take it. The scroll. You know when she said he wants to speak to you and looks up there. She's talking about Nick Fury. Yeah, I imagine. Nick Fury. Yeah, because yeah. Nick Fury's obviously worked with uh, her does. mother. Uh, well, not the scrolls. Yeah. Her mother. That's what he says. Uh, her mother. Yeah. yeah. The mother. You know what I mean? I I imagine that that will be Nick Fury. It's either Nick Fury or it's the uh, it's the other. See the scroll. Uh, what's his name? Talos. I think yeah, his name Talos. is Talos. Yeah, okay. It could it could it could it could be either of them two. Everybody I've kind of seen what, talking is most swaying towards Nick Fury, which makes sense. What did they think like about? Obviously, there was a few villains, and Tyler Hayward being one of the villains. What did they think about him? Like in terms of how he ended. So we thought. I always I said last week that I thought you know that he he wasn't really a big villain and, and he had someone behind him and yeah. we still don't know if that is the case you know that it's clear that he had an agenda even even to this time the fact that he steps out and tries to kill the kids you know I mean it's it's like out of nowhere just starts firing into the two children so I think he still has a there's definitely a bigger picture um from his character but it felt like a bit you know I don't know it just um, underwhelming like yeah. a bit you know, flat, to drive away. Tries to drive away and then obviously gets creamed by an ice cream truck or whatever. And it was just a bit, Darcy, you know. Right. I I just didn't. I just, there was just something about it. I just wasn't sure about. About I th- it just felt a wee bit weak. 
So obviously, uh, Joe, you just mentioned there, obviously, Hayward. Uh, now, for me, I, I agree. I think his character was a bit underwhelming, especially at the end. Uh, I thought we would have seen a whole different side of what was going on, especially when the hex was obviously dropping and we were getting to see Hayward coming in. Uh, I thought there was going to be a bit more action maybe there. Even that could have been the point with Monica Rambo, that there could have been this whole thing where we maybe got to see a glimpse of like a, an energy beam or something like that from her, maybe wiping out one or two of their vehicles. Obviously, that didn't happen, which is absolutely fine. I can understand that. Uh, yeah, the character for me was very flat. I don't believe that he's maybe got a, like a puppet master controlling him. I think that it, he will pretty much just be uh, doing this for his self-interest. I think this is to make him look like a hero, uh, that he's maybe been trying to prove to everybody that these superheroes aren't uh, meant to be going around doing all these things and they shouldn't be having all these powers and nobody, nobody in the world should have these powers and all that kind of stuff. You know I mean, the classic, the classic uh, non-superhero villain type thing, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it's the guy that hates the fact that these people can get away with doing anything that they want in life. And I was, uh, I was very surprised at how easy it was to take him out. I was shocked that he was, he was shooting the boys considering that he knows that they're fake. You know what I mean? Like, they're, there's just imaginary. Uh, what was the point? What, yeah, was there a, what was the point really? Because there was um, there was no there was no wonder there that would have that he would have got a reaction out of. You know what I mean? Well, he might. Have, I don't know if the I don't know if the boys maybe if they were shot they could have died. I don't know. I don't know really know what would have happened. But for me, I was kind of just sitting there going, right, "This is a character that I actually probably wouldn't be too." disheartened if I'd never seen again. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I thought the actor that played him was great. It was just the character, like Agatha, mm. which we will obviously go into a second. She's a character that I'd like to see. Uh, and we'll, we'll just talk about her just now, obviously, because she has a massive character within this. And I'm so glad that we finally got to kind of see her true colours and stuff like that. Obviously, we got to see it last episode. Yeah. But uh, even at the end, after all the fighting that's been going on, and she's had her powers, obviously, she's had her powers absorbed by Wanda. Wanda could could have killed her at that point in time but she chose to keep her there for a reason do we think that agatha will come back later on in films either as a mentor mm -hmm. or do we think that she will have she might not have any part to play it might just be that's her imprisonment if you get me she's going to have to live this normal life there was a line she used to agatha around the one thing she didn't have was knowledge that was the one thing that she didn't have around her powers. She had no knowledge of how to use them. Or, and obviously, um, Wanda had suggested that she will she will learn. Um, what I think Agatha has is knowledge, but no power now. So she's the opposite. She has all the knowledge, but no power. So there will be a time where I think the the true the true meaning of when she said you'll need me at some point, or you'll need to, you'll need help at some point. Um, we are with all the knowledge that Wanda has started to learn and read, she'll still have a moment of control that she won't be able to control it. And that's when she'll go looking for Agatha for help. Yeah, I, I think like that, as, as you're right, I think there'll be some point where she will need her. There will be something that maybe that hasn't been answered. Uh, it could be as simple as one of the pages of the books has been ripped out. You know what I mean? Something like mm -hmm. that. I imagine we probably would have found out about that at the end of the, obviously the cutscene when mm -hmm. Wanda's having her Doctor Strange moment. Uh, Luca, what was your thoughts on Agatha's kind of part to play in this final episode? Do you, anything in anything in particular? Um, ju uh, just like what uh, Joe was saying about how uh, they'll probably need to like check check up on her. I think something will happen with the guy that's in 
Ant-Man 3, what's his name? Looks like Chaos. It starts with K or something. I think. Uh, Kang the Conqueror. Kang the Conqueror. She'll like try to fight him or something, and she'll see he has some something to do with the multiverse because he is in the comic books. So you, and, you are you saying are you saying that you think that Wanda's going to have an interaction with Kang the Conqueror? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. But you need and to rem- you need to remember tell- that. But you need to remember though that King the Conqueror is featuring in Ant Man, so I think Ant Man will probably deal with that side of story. I don't know if if King the Conqueror is going to have the same sort of type of Thanos kind of godlike status. I don't know. I've not read much into his character. I've not looked into his background, so I don't really know where he comes from or what he does. But I don't. I don't think. I don't think we'll see. You might look. You might. You might be onto something. You might because of because of a Scarlet Witch's power. I just don't see I don't see her having that interaction at the moment. I think that there will be uh I think there'll be something along the lines like later on. Uh, mm-hmm. I know we've been on this for a wee while, guys, so don't worry, we will we will be wrapping it up here. Uh what we'll do is just give us your thoughts on the full series. Uh Joe, you you can even go first, bro. Um just a, a, a really nice change to just a one one and done film and then waiting another year for for a follow-up, I think to have 10 full episodes, mixture between 45 minutes to an hour, um, and a real, uh, probably the best origin story of, of any character we'll ever see when it comes to finding out who Scarlet Witch is. I mean, yeah. every other one we've ever seen has been a bit flat-lost and just uh, we'll watch that for the sake of it, and then we, we get to see them um, being the full, their full selves. So I think from that perspective, it was very well done. Um, I think also to then introduce new characters like Monica Rambeau, like um, Agatha, and also, you know, White White Vision, which, you know, will be quite interesting to see how he develops. So again, we've got another three or four storylines that they can really um, give us more information in, and I'm sure will show up in kind of multi-films over the next however long, potentially some programmes as well. Um, so it's it's been a, a very nice thing to watch considering we're stuck in lockdown and can't go to the cinema so and i think this might be the way forward i think they're going to use these streaming platforms more now and um, with it with the likes of the cinemas not all the cinemas kind of struggling yeah. um, are they going to be able to go back to the way they once were um, and it seems like maybe they're going to use things like the disney plus subscriptions as a way to get mo- potentially more money if people are paying six quid a month, you know, for how long. It's more money than you'll ever get if you pay £12 one time to go and see a film. So we actually might see more programmes and more things coming to Disney+, Plus, which is also quite interesting. So, yeah, loads loads to think about. Well, that, that is it. There is loads to think about, uh, and there is obviously amazing things coming. We've obviously got Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming as well, which is obviously confirmed. We've got the Loki series coming as well. There are so many other Can't series, wait. folks. Uh, just literally go to, like, Disney... Disney Plus, and they'll be able to give the full rundown of what's coming. Uh, I would sit down and do it if he's now, but we don't have time for that. Uh, and that's that's, a, that's another thing as well. Uh, next next week, we've obviously got the uh, the making of WandaVision. So you might find there might be a couple of details more. Uh, but just mm-hmm. obviously, again, to finish off, Luca, do you want to give us your kind of, what your, what your thoughts with the whole series or anything? Uh, WandaVision is an, like, such a good series that anyone, that anyone can enjoy. Whether you've just got into like Marvel stuff, or or people that have watched Marvel since like the like I like the first Iron Man film, and and if I had to rate it out of ten, I would be eleven out of ten. 
I love it out of 10. That's quite high. That's yeah. very, very high. Very high. Uh, I don't know if I'd give it 11 out of 10, but I'd definitely give it a close close nine. Uh, as I say, there was a couple of bits. It was, I think, like that for the for the audience that weren't Marvel fans, it may have been a bit slow for them at the start. Uh, for us, I enjoyed it because I, like Joe and yourself, I like to see the gradual build of a character and not just flung into something. We see these films, you know what I mean? Iron Man, we were flung straight into that, you know what I mean? How he kind of came about the suit. We didn't know much about Tony's character. We obviously find out more as the films go, and that's how these characters have obviously developed and things like that. But it was nice to actually see... We've seen a totally different side of Scarlet Witch. We've seen that her powers are actually more powerful than what we'd actually ever imagined. The series for me was incredible. It was to see the growth of even Vision, even his character as well. Like, And I think we're now going to get to see a total different Vision as well. We're going to get to see this refreshment of a white Vision. Like, This is what, what they're doing at the minute and setting up for different Marvel projects is absolutely amazing. Uh, and if you don't have Disney Plus, please get it because Joe Joe is right. This is the way forward. They're they're going to use these platforms because this is what they. I mean, they're owned by Disney. They're Disney will want them on their own platforms. They will not want to be sharing them yeah. around with cinemas. They will want they want all the dough. Come on, let's be honest. So if you don't have a Disney Plus subscription, get one now, uh, and definitely go on. But there are other platforms out there for you that you can use as well. <laughs> <laughs> there are other platforms, Netflix of course. Prime Video. Yeah, We're yeah. not sponsored. <laughs> We're not sponsored by, like, I'm certainly not sponsored by Disney Plus. Not yet, anyway. You know what I mean? This is only <laughs> this is only the second episode. Uh, but as I say, like for for me, it was great uh, to see something so refreshing, like a TV series, especially during lockdown. We're all stuck in, and I've missed my Marvel, my Marvel kind of moments. You know what I mean? I've missed going to cinema. I've missed. I've missed seeing like development of different stories and characters and things. But for me, yep, definitely looking forward to it. Uh, next week's obviously the making of WandaVision. Uh, next episode, we'll probably be talking about uh, what we think is going to happen for the uh, Winter Soldier uh, and the Falcon series as well. Uh, we'll even talk about Loki with the trailers and things, how we think that's going to go ahead. So general discussion. And uh, just once again, thanks very much to the boys, Joe and Luca, for taking part. Uh, much appreciated guys it's lovely having you here uh, and chatting just chatting general general generally it's just just nice to have a chat with people uh, folks as well if you haven't already head over to www.combination.co.uk go and get your collectible goods and needs Funko Pops Pokemon anything you can get it there uh, but I've been Curtis and you've been listening to the Combination Podcast thank you very much and we will see you again very very soon see you after